everyone. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TPTPFL. It's Wednesday. It's December 22nd. It's 2021, and we have six basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Joined today by my good buddy, Chief Justice of Six, Will Priester. What's happening, my friend? Not so much, man. Welcome back from vacation. Glad to have you back. And uh, hopefully all went well. And let's talk some NBA. I mean, got a lot of stuff done. Played a lot of disc golf and completely, I was just telling you, and you looked at me funny, completely disconnected from sports. I didn't watch football. I didn't watch basketball. I didn't follow anything. I disabled notifications for like everything and just took a mental break. And if you haven't done that in a while, it is so refreshing. It's insane. So um, I feel refreshed. I'm ready to finish out the NBA season, get ready for NASCAR and baseball coming up and um, finish out the NFL season as well. Yeah, well, don't worry, man. My, my mental break was going to be uh, the, the uh, hopeful RG party in Nashville. Um, and I, you know, I, I had already even told everyone in the prop shop, I said, look, you know, we have the RG party. <laughs> don't. I, I, my last post is going to be the Wednesday before the weekend. I said I won't be available Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Monday, and that was that's that that's going to be my uh, my unplug. Hopefully, at least my my one first one of the year. Um, and even if they don't, I'm still probably going to do it. Um, you know, because listen, man, everybody needs their their, their PT. Just you know do some things you want to do. And I, I love providing content, but like you said, the, the mental break and it, it's always refreshing. So I'm with you hundred percent. Yeah. You just, sometimes you need it. And um, I just, after a long NASCAR season and anyone that knows me, I don't take days off usually. So during NASCAR season, it's, it's like 35, 36 weeks of working every single day. So um, it was nice, but I'm, I'm glad to be back. I thank you. I thank uh, Luch. I thank uh, Grant. Everyone that's kind of helped out. Um, that's the longest I've ever, ever since we started the podcast, it's the longest I've ever taken um, without doing a podcast. So I um, appreciate everyone filling in. Everything looked like it was running smooth and um, excited to be back. Not excited about the um NBA having half the league out. Um, yeah, if, if you hadn't watched any sports, uh, <laughs> welcome back, Stevie. A lot of guys aren't playing. <laughs> I um I went to play DFS a couple days ago. I tweeted this out too, and I saw the injury report, and I instantly was like, I'm not gonna play. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ease my way back in for sure. But let's get started on this slate. Six games, like I mentioned. Um, Thank you for everyone that sent me messages and everything. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm ready to go. Um, I'm still here. <laughs> like yeah. uh, Cleveland at Boston is where we get started. It's a 205 total. Boston, six and a half point favorite in this one. Jared Allen's out. Ed Davis is out. Evan Mobley's out. Okoro's out. Colin Sexton is out. Um, Denzel Valentine is out. And Windler's out. And then on the Boston side of things, Hernan Gomez is out, Horford's out, uh, Richardson's out, and Grant Williams is out. So we'll start here with on the on the Cleveland side. I mean, some main pieces that instantly stand out to me are Allen and Mobley. 
we've Sexton's been out. I don't know if he came back while I was gone, but he's he's been out. Um, Okoro being out adds another name. I mean, we're going to see a very different looking Cleveland lineup. Like we're going to see very different lineups um, just in general right now. So let's start here with Cleveland. The first thing that stands out to me is Rubio is going to play a lot. Garland's going to play a lot. Marketing's going to play a lot. And then, I mean, if Dean Wade and Kevin Love can handle minutes, like the backup guys are going to be like Osman, Cornette, Justin Anderson, Taco Fall type of players. So, I mean, we're getting, we're getting like probably getting like playoff type minutes from some of these players because there's just not deep rotations right now. Yeah, for sure. I think, I think what I'm interested in, if Kevin Love gets anywhere near 30 minutes, like anywhere close, Stevie, at 5,700, I think you might have to play him. Because in limited minutes, really he's been good overall in limited minutes. 23, I mean, you know, against Minnesota, that was Minnesota, 23 minutes, 46 fantasy points, 14 minutes, 18 fantasy points, 24 minutes, 37, 15 minutes, 25, 23 minutes, 32 I mean, I don't. Kevin Love might have to be a staple of lineup, Stevie. I mean, I I think he plays twenty eight minutes here, I, and and that that might be slightly you know aggressive or slightly generous. Maybe he gets thirty. I, I don't think he passes thirty, but I'm saying anywhere between let's say let's say twenty seven minutes, anywhere between twenty seven and thirty minutes. My gosh, I mean, he he might have to be a staple of lineups on a staple of any, any type of lineup built on this slate at 5,700 on DK. He's certainly someone you want to be looking at like uh, rebound props for um, because he's always someone that will go get boards in games. So, I mean, marking at 6k, he's someone I think is going to see a nice uptick in usage here. Shot the ball terrible last time out, played 29 minutes though um, against the bucks. So, Shoots the ball a little bit better in this game. I definitely see a bump for him, but I think yeah, my... but J- Jared Allen also played in that game. Oh, so yeah, I mean, you're taking Okoro was in that game too, from what I read, right? Like it, he's recent, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, Market is just going to have to play big minutes in this game. Like uh, you just, I mean, Osman's at 4,500. Dean Wade is someone that's likely going to be pretty popular. He's someone that could play 30 minutes in this game at 3,800. So, um, Luke Cornett, I mean, he's on a what that 10 day hardship, um, type contract. So he might get minutes. So, I mean, this is what we're going to be saying the whole podcast. So, you're going to have to definitely be paying attention to starting lineups when they come out. Um, if I had to guess, I'd guess Cleveland starts Rubio, Garland, Marketing, Wade, Love. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked if Osman's in there and either Wade or Love come off the bench. So, uh, Cleve, I mean, the Boston side of things here. I mean, the Boston team, they're obviously missing some pieces too. Everyone's missing pieces right now. Horford, Richardson, Grant Williams. But I don't feel like Boston's as bad as some of these teams that I was looking at as far as like the injury report goes. Um, Talk to me here about Boston. What are your thoughts on them? I think you hit the nail on the head. That's the thing with Boston. They're not really missing their two main pieces of the engine here, which are, which are going to be Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. 
The problem I have, Stevie, is I do think they're overpriced. I don't, I don't think Jalen Brown should be 9,900. And I don't think Jason Tatum should be 11-1 on this slate with the with, uh, facing Cleveland. So I, I, I don't know if I'm going to play anyone from Boston, um, but I'm definitely not playing Brown or Tatum for sure. I think if you're playing anybody, Robert Williams, um, Ennis Freedom, um, a.k.a. Ennis Cantor, played minute, big minutes the other night. Uh, because, 40. Yeah, so um, I expect Robert Williams to play big minutes in this game. He's 5,500. Cleveland's shorthanded at bigs. Uh, this could be a really good spot for him. Um, but, I mean, I don't think this is a slate that I want to pay this price for Tatum or Brown because – we do have some big studs and we have some like guys in this like nine to 10 K range, nine to 11 K range that are like super solid. So I don't know if I end up on, on Tatum at 11 one. Um, I mean, one game over 16 his last 10 and he's 11 one. So yeah, I, I think his price is just kind of priced him out a little bit. Uh, moving on, we got Orlando at Atlanta, 219 and a half total here. Atlanta, an eight and a half point favorite. Cole Anthony, questionable, dealing with ankle sprain. Mo Bamba is out. Wendell Carter Jr. is questionable, dealing with a muscle strain in the leg. Michael Carter Williams, Fultz, Hampton, Isaac, Moore all remain out. Um, Suggs, Ross out as well. And then Moritz Wagner is out um on the atlanta side capella gallinari hill hunter and trey young are out tlc is questionable he's sick non-covid related um we'll start here with the orlando magic everything everything depends on anthony and wendell carter jr playing or not playing here um Am I wrong, Will? Like, we were really, really paying attention to if Anthony and Carter Jr. play here. Yeah, for sure. And, and what I will say is we did get that experience on Saturday, and uh, we kind of got a chance to see somewhat of a rotation. But, I mean, absolutely. Cole Anthony, Wendell Carter Jr. are, are going to be, you know, uh, the big bombs that have to drop on us here. Uh, to know just kind of handle the whole situation. What I will say, though, is I'm going to prepare for them to be out. And Gary Harris is going to be in play. Um, you know, Gravit may be in play. Um, uh, Chuma Okiki, even though he didn't have the greatest game on paper, he put up 32 fantasy points. He's going to be in play. Uh, guess who else is going to be in play? Robin Lopez is going to be in play, Stevie. He played 33 minutes the game before. 38 against Brooklyn. I mean, it's Orlando's going to present some value for us to take advantage of as long as Cole Anthony and Wendell Carter Jr. sit. Um, you know, coming up on a little mini Christmas break, I, I could absolutely see the Orlando holding them back at Disney World um, until the team gets back. But you got to remember, too, um, Okiki was a first round pick. Like, by the magic i think 2019 and missed his whole first season with injury so it, that doesn't shock me that like he could put up big fantasy games um because he is super talented it's always just been about being healthy for him the other night when he had 53 fantasy points he had six steals um so i mean big big game defensively there 
but even if you take away that, he still pays that $5,200 price tag off. Um, yeah. You mentioned Robin Lopez. It just, <laughs> just scares me. Uh, you I have mean, to do it. Like, you it, have to consider it. If Wendell Carter Jr. is out, I think I'm with you. Um, I, I think just the minutes are going to be there. I don't think that I want to play Gravit or Ford or Mulder or any of these guys. Um, Franz Wagner, uh, Okiki, Robin Lopez, um, Gary Harris. Those would be the four guys that I'd focus on from the Magic if Anthony and Wendell Carter Jr. sit. If Cole Anthony plays, he's probably still too expensive, but I think he does have the tournament ceiling to pay off the price tag if there's no minute restriction or anything for him coming back from the ankle injury. On the Atlanta side of things, I mean, Capella and Trey Young are out, so it's going to be... I, I guess it's going to be Collins and Herter and DeLon Wright getting minutes here. Uh, I don't even know what to kind of think here on the Atlanta well, side of things. Well, Bogdanovich is probable. So okay. that's, that's going to, that's going to help it. If he's going to get 35 minutes, I mean, man, he, he's, he's like really Stevie. The way I see it right now is you could almost just stack it. You could have five pieces from this game, maybe six. And, and that seems like an exaggeration until you say you start adding it up. I mean, you're going to have access to Bogdanovich, who's probably going to, you know, really dial up the st- scoring numbers. Kevin Herter is probably going to play big minutes and he'll have an opportunity to score a little bit more. Cam Reddish may be on the court a little bit more. He's 3,700. Um, you know, because Gallinari is out as well. It's, just, it, it's a lot of pieces that are going to be available to us. And I'm not sure how they're going to handle a Capella. They might play Okongu, right? Because they did that a little bit last year. Um, and Collins together. Maybe they play Gorgie Jang. But Collins, Collins is kind of the expensive piece, kind of like Franz is from Orlando if, if, uh, if Cole Anthony sits. But, but, but to me, Bogdanovich at 4,700 is to play here. What about Cam Reddish at 3,700? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mentioned him. Yeah. Okay. I'm just like, he's another guy. I just wanted to bring him up more in depth really quick. Like, he didn't have a minutes restriction coming back. Um, I think he's someone that could get easily get 30 minutes. And, like, he is, like, a usage guy. Like, DeLon Wright, they're not – like, he's not going to be a usage guy. Um, I mean, we're dealing with such small sample sizes here when we're looking at this many people and these many, like this many main pieces off the court at the same time that you're going to look at the starting lineup, which will probably be right. Bogdanovich, Herder, Collins. I have no idea who they might start that fifth person. Um, I think that's kind of a question mark, but I mean, Anoki, maybe, is that how you say his name? Anoki? Ignangwa, I know I just I totally butchered his name and I'm sorry, but Okongu, you talk about Okongu? Yeah, that's there. You go. See, I I crushed his name. Um, (laughs) but do we think like he's someone that gets 20, 25 minutes here? Maybe if Capella's out, I think he 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 probably starts at the five and gets 20, 25 minutes for sure. Well, Capella's already ruled out, right? Like he's in health and protocols, right? He's already out. 
No, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, he's already out. I'm saying I think he starts and gets 20 to 25 minutes. Gorgie Jang will probably pick up some minutes too, like a few. I'm not saying like 30. I'm saying like 12, 15. But definitely Okongwu because I, if I'm not mistaken, Okongwu played the backup center minutes last year and when, you know, Capella was out or who, the center was out, when Capella was out, he would play 25 minutes for sure. All right. Well, um, I mean, again, look at starting lineups as they come out. That's going to be the story of the podcast today for sure. Toronto at Chicago, 210. And one other, okay, really quick, going back to that Orlando at, Orlando at Atlanta game, it has the second highest total on the slate. So when Will was talking about you could potentially game stack it, you could potentially game stack it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Toronto at Chicago, 210 total. Chicago, eight point favorite here on the Toronto side Precious is out Barnes is out Birch is questionable Goran Dragic is out Siakam's out Gary Trent Jr. is out Van Vliet is out um and Flynn Flynn is out too yeah Flynn is out as well oh gosh skipped over him on the Chicago side of things Caruso's out Dotson's out Johnson's out Jones is out Levine is doubtful Matt Thomas is doubtful. Patrick Williams is out. Um, all right, Toronto first. Obviously, Toronto OG is probably $2,000 too cheap. Um, Boucher is probably $2,000 too cheap. I think those are your two main pieces from Toronto here. Birch, if he gets, if he plays, he's kind of cheap, but I mean... These Toronto guys, OG might play the whole game. <laughs> Just run yeah. it out all 48 minutes. No big deal. Um, I mean, all joking aside, I think OG plays 40 minutes in this game and at 7,900 with the usage, and he probably puts up 20 shots in this game. I think he's one of the best plays on the slate. Yeah, man. And Sibby's going to play big minutes again at 3,800. He's on the list. And I'm with you. Now, look, you know I don't like Toronto. In this, in this regard, it seems as if to me, it doesn't matter the spot for Chris Boucher. They don't want to play him 35 minutes. That is true. And I, and I don't know why. It, it's so weird. However, Stevie, you look over this roster and they almost don't have a choice today. So I am going to be in on, uh, on Chris Boucher. Like I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking at the roster right now. They, they, I don't think they have a choice. I think they're going to have to play him. And, you know, this might be our spot to get our 50 burger from Chris Boucher and then hop off the train once everybody comes back. I think you just have to take the risk. Yeah. I I mean, I just think you have to take the risk. Uh, If they don't play him 30 minutes in this game, he's just never going to play 30 minutes in a game. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, all all bring out the dead emojis. If he doesn't get 30 in this game, just bring out the daddy emoji. Yeah, I mean, if Birch plays, he should play big minutes. You mentioned Sivy. Um, I mean, I, again, this is another starting lineup that I think has some big question marks. I, I mean, we could guess a few of what the starting lineup is going to look like, but good luck trying to think No, Sivy will start for sure. Sivy will start. OG will start. Boucher will start. Um didn't like they sign like uh Brandon Goodwin or something. Um, I think he'll start at the guard. Sam Decker's there. 
Isaac Bonga is probably going to get some minutes too, for what it's worth, because he yeah. played some minutes the other night, a few, like a few, you know, blowout situation. Bonga's probably going to play 25, 30 minutes for sure. I was quickly trying to pull up what their starting lineup was last game. Um, well, I think Siakam played the last game. That's the problem. I think it's the, it's Gary the first Trent game played, Van Vliet played, Barnes played. Good luck, man. Good luck trying to figure out. Yeah, they all played. Because Barnes played 33, Van Vliet played 33, Gary Trent played 28. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, even Flynn was in that game. So, and Precious was man. This is this is a very shorthanded Toronto team. We're gonna see very very tight um, rotations here. So Boucher for thirty minutes. Put that on a T-shirt. I mean, we'll see. You never know. <laughs> um, Nick Nurse, man. Gosh, the Chicago side. I mean, if it, if Levine doesn't play. They said he's doubtful. I don't think right he's with the with the doubtful tag. I, I think you know probably not going to play. So if he doesn't play, I mean DeRozan, Vooch, my I mean DeRozan going up against Toronto already is kind of juicy in in general. And then this shorthanded Toronto team, I mean Vooch could potentially have a field day if they get him the ball. Um, Lonzo's interesting. He's a little pricey though. But, I mean, this is a team where you can kind of pay up for some guys. I think that there are three guys, and then, like, a Javante Green, you know, should get really solid minutes. Kobe White should get solid minutes. Um, they're on the cheaper end. Yeah, I, I mostly like the cheap guys from Chicago, only because Vooch is 10-1 and DeRozan's 10-2. And, and I'm not saying it's not warranted. I just don't think Toronto is going to be able to keep up. I just, I just, I think this game is is about as close to a blowout game on the slate as we can get, and so I, I don't want to play these expensive guys from Chicago. I have to disagree with you. I think Houston, Milwaukee is the closest thing to a blowout. Even Denver Thunder. I mean, even with like half the teams out, there's but, but like some. But you get what I'm saying. I mean. Like Toronto's really shorthanded. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, their injury report is a half a page long. So um <laughs> Houston at least has some of their regular starters playing. Like Toronto's not gonna have any of their regular starters playing. Like Z well, well, OG's oh, one, but he's just uh, getting back. Yeah. He's been out for almost a month. So man, poof. Yeah. Tough for the association. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, moving on here. We got Houston at Milwaukee. 224 and a half total here. Bucks 10 point favorites. Um, on the Houston side, Jalen Green, Knicks, Porter Jr. out. Christian Wood questionable. On the Bucks side, Giannis is out. DiVincenzo's out. Lopez is out. And Bobby Portis is out. Um, we'll go Houston here first. Um, I mean, if Christian Wood plays, he might be someone to kind of pay up for a little bit today if we get if he gets normal kind of minutes. Um, but I, I think the guy that a lot of people are going to be looking at on Houston is probably Jason Tate. If he could stay out of foul trouble, the the ceiling is very high for him. 
Yeah, sixty-six hundred. We'll see. Um, man, it's just, I think we might have better plays across the board around that same price range. But I'm with you. If if the game can stay reasonably close, I think we'd be in there. Um, you know, Eric Gordon is fifty-seven hundred. I actually think you can play him as well if you want to get involved in this game. But all in all, I I'm uninterested. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those games where I feel like you you kind of man, I feel like this is one of those games where you just kind of hope that it stays super close and you game stack it and you get it right. I mean, because like Brooks is 5K, he's not super cheap anymore. He'll have a good game from time to time. He should get decent minutes here. Um, KJ Martin is someone that could play minutes and, and put up 30 fantasy points at 4,500. So this is a game I think you kind of look at a game stack and if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't. On the Milwaukee side of things, um, I mean, Drew and Middleton are expensive. Um, but like Allen... He's kind of cheap. Nawara's kind of cheap. Um, I mean, Grayson Allen's going to play a ton of minutes in this game. And, I mean, even like a DeMarcus Cousins at 4,400, he might play a good amount of minutes in this game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he's in play. And he, play, he, he played 27 minutes on Saturday. Um, uh, was that Saturday? Wait a minute. Maybe it was Sunday. Saturday. Either way, over the weekend. Sorry. But a 41 fantasy points, Stevie. 12 and 12, one assist, one block, five steals. I'm not sweating. He could have easily scored, you know, 17 real points and uh, made up for a few of those steals that, that you may have taken back. So I, I like Cousins here. I definitely think he gets 25 minutes at a minimum in this spot. Um, same thing for Jordan Awara. He's going to play big minutes as well uh, because not only are, uh, is – uh Portis and Greek out, but Lopez has been out for, for half the season. So, or most of the season and, you know, Greek being out Middleton at 83. I don't think I want to play him at that price. Middleton at 94. Uh, don't think I want to pay that price, even though he's been able to get in the fifties. Um, Greek being out and Portis being out will absolutely possibly keep this game a little bit more competitive. However, I am with you. I don't think Houston is going to be able to push this thing to the max. It is in Milwaukee. I, I'm so I just I want the cheap pieces from Milwaukee. That's that's about it. At yeah, least on DK. Yeah, Nawara and Cousins, they really stand out to me here. I mean, because you look back at the game um against the Bucks, it was on the 18th. So what's that? Saturday? Sunday? Um, and that game, like Cousins didn't get the blowout run. Nawara did, but he ended up with 42 minutes. He was already playing a ton of minutes, so it didn't matter. Um, the only thing that I do want to note about that game is Middleton did not play. And, yeah, Drew, not. and Drew did not play. So, I mean, Javante Smart is not going to play 45 minutes again. No. <laughs> Sand, Sandro is not going to play 44 minutes, 43 minutes again. Just throwing no. that out there. Just want to just listen. You know, there's some things that, I mean, Cousins – the, the road for Cousins to still get minutes is there. 
because yes. Portis and Giannis are out. Yeah, Cousins and the War are going to get yeah. their minutes. Like, I'm not even worried about them. Like, and when I say get their minutes, I'm saying Cousins should probably be 25 to 28, 27. And the War is at pretty much at this point probably 35 and up until, until the bigs come back. And, I, and this is not one of those slates where you're, like, overly concerned with pricing because there's going to be a ton of value. Um, so just throwing that out there. Denver at OKC, 215.5 total here. Denver, five-point favorite. Um, P.J. Dozer out. Aaron Gordon questionable. Jermichael Green is questionable. Jamal Murray is out. And Michael Porter Jr. is out. And then on the Thunder, Trey Mann is questionable. And Mike Muscala is out. So pretty healthy OKC team. Talk to me here about the Denver Nuggets. Well, I mean, Bones Highland is still 3,800. You know, it'd be nice if he got 25 minutes again. Uh, I'd love to get some Bones Highland exposure. Uh, Monty Morris is 5,500. He's been okay. Like, if you look over his past few games, he's probably averaging close to 30 fantasy points. He's got a 24, 35, and 38, 24, and 31. Uh, be on the lookout for the Monty Morris three-point prop. If they give it to you at one and a half again, just keep taking it. Just please, if they just hammer it. Um, but he, he's but he's just okay, I think, compared to some of this other value. And you already talked about uh, you know us not having to worry about salary. Might as well play one of the highest floor, highest ceiling guys on the slate in Nikola Jokic. I think Jokic like. A Jokic Giddy stack, even at Giddy at seventy eight hundred, I don't think it matters too much. But I think Jokic is probably my favorite spend up on the slate. Um, I mean, you could make the argument for Paul George as well. I just think Jokic, on a nightly basis, has more ceiling than Paul George. Um, my biggest concern is the game staying close, but I think you just take the floor um, with so much value. And raw and like salary not mattering as much. Just take the raw points. Jokic is going to give you most nice. He's going to give you sixty plus fantasy points. Um, and you just, I think, on a slate like this, you're going to have so much money that you just play Jokic. Um, and that's hey man, that's a lot for me to say that. Um, <laughs> on the Thunder side of things, I mean, I like Josh Giddy. Uh, Seventy eight hundred is a little expensive, but. He's just someone that is continuously filling up the stat sheet right now. Um, I mean, Dort's getting minutes. The shot attempts are not terrible. Um, I was kind of looking through the slate and like Baisley's minutes have just kind of went down. Um, SGA is usage is kind of all over the place. The biggest thing with SGA is like Josh Giddy is just getting a ton of assists. Um was kind of looking at court IQ and some game flow stuff. And like, he's touching the ball a bunch right now. So I think if you're paying it for somebody on the thunder, I think you're paying it for Josh Giddy. Yeah. I mean, he's been fantastic. He's 7,800. Um, all the, all the peripherals have really been this to you. I mean, even the rebounding, no slouch there. Five, 18, nine, seven, seven, last five, 11, 10, seven, four, and seven, Last five in the assist category, then 19, 8, 17, 6, and 12 from a points perspective. Um, you know, I mean, almost had a triple double against the Clippers. He gets, you know, two more real points. I mean, he's pretty, sitting at 50. So I, 
I'm with you. I like Giddy. Don't love it because I, I am afraid of the blowout some, but he's proven that even in blowout, sometimes he's still going to get there. Um, you know, uh, these past few games have been close. The blowouts, he hasn't really seen it. So if we anticipate the blowout, I probably focus more on his props. If you think they keep it competitive, let's get involved in traditional DFS. All right, we finished it out. LA Clippers at San or at Sacramento. Sorry, two seventeen and a half total here. The Clippers are a five and a half point favorite on the Clippers side. I mean Johnson, Hartstein, Kawhi, Morris. Preston are out, and then on the the King side of things, Bagley, Davis, Fox, King, Len, Mitchell, and Holmes is questionable. Uh, so, I mean, the Kings, another team that a lot of question marks. But I mean, on the on the Clippers side of things, like they're missing a few main pieces here. But overall. Um, I mean, maybe some extra minutes for Zubak, maybe some extra minutes for like a Luke Kennard. What are your thoughts on the Clippers? Yeah, um, I kind of like Zubak here in this spot. Definitely like Terrence Mann. He's, you know, he's uh, 5,600, but the minutes are there. And that's kind of what I'm looking at when I'm wanting to play guys tonight, especially if they're going to be um, kind of at the bottom of the barrel or middle of the barrel in terms of pricing. Uh, Stevie, Reggie Jackson's 8,100. Listen, come on. What are we doing? Somebody fell asleep at the wheel here, Stevie. Reggie Jackson is 8,100. Stevie, I want to ask you, how many times has he gone over 40 fantasy points in the past 10 games? Well, I know you can look at it. Let's take an educated guess. Um... Over 40 in the last 10 games. And PG has been out some of those games, by the way. How many times? Over 40. How many times has Jackson gone over 40? Yeah, over 40 fantasy points in the past 10 games. I feel like I feel like you're trying those PG. I feel like you're I feel like you're trying to trick me. Um I'll I'll say three, but my initial Mm -hmm. guess was zero because I feel like you're trying to trick me. (laughs) You're closer to zero than three. It's one. All right. It's well, one. I mean, he, I, he's eighty one hundred. Just X Reggie Jackson, just off the slate. Period. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm paying eighty one. The guy's averaging twenty nine point eight fantasy points on the season. The season, right? Like, if he yeah. was averaging thirty eight, maybe twenty nine. Stop it. I mean, I almost got you, Will. I, I knew. I, I've I've worked with Will for so long that I knew he was trying <laughs> to pull a quick one on me. Um, but anyway, I, I mean, I'm with you. I think he's a little pricey. I think like, if you want to go outside of Paul George, I think Paul George, another guy, like I was saying with, uh, Jokic, Paul George probably gives you a nice little floor here. I, I do worry about the game staying close, but I think Zubak, Kennard, um, man are type of guys that you're potentially looking at here for the Clippers. And then on the King side of things, I mean, Halliburton. Uh, he's probably too cheap. We were talking about Reggie Jackson being too expensive. Like Halliburton, Barnes, Heald, they're going to be guys that are going to be asked for a lot here. But I think Halliburton, the usage, I was looking at his usage before we got rolling here, and it's just – it's through the roof right now. Um, So, I mean, you look at the last – 
three or four games, 29, 28, 24% usage. This is a guy on the season that is in that like 15 to 17 range most games. So I think Halliburton has obviously seen the biggest uptick here. The shot attempts are way up. Um, I think he's the guy you're playing from the Kings. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you look at what he's been able to do in these games, uh, you know, especially the past two when he's kind of really been rolling here, 54, 51 fantasy points. And look, Golden State has been good. It's hard to score 51 on them from the point guard position because Curry put so much, so much pressure on these guys uh, when they're on the defensive end. But I, I'm with you. I, I like Halliburton. Uh, this is a spot where I wish Davion, I wish Davion Mitchell was playing. He's not. We've got Buddy Heald at 6,900. Not as excited about that just because a lot of his production is going to come from shooting. And then Harrison Barnes at 71, I'm really not excited about that either, Stevie. Like, I, I think he could be fine, but I, I think 7,100 is a little bit too expensive uh, for a guy that's kind of just coming back from in, injury not too long ago. Um, you know, he has played a lot. And it, uh, he has played a lot this season, but I, I just I don't see the upside for him at seventy one hundred. Tristan Thompson, I'm obligated. He's won me a tournament before, so I'm obligated to mention. <laughs> he played twenty seven minutes the last game for what it's worth. Twenty nine the two games before that. I mean, if Holmes sits, I think he's worth looking at. But I think Holmes needs to be out uh, for me to have interest in Tristan Thompson here. So yeah. We'll have to kind of see. All right, that's it. Um, let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Give me your favorite play under 5K to go 7X over there on DraftKings. Ooh, close. I think I'm going with Boogie Cousins. All right, you took my guy. So I, I wrote <laughs> down. We've worked together too long, man, and I wasn't even thinking about it. It's just, you know, no, you're osmosis. Good. I wrote down two um, because I did. I knew that, you know, Will might took my guy. Um, I'm going to go with Grayson Allen, 4,700. I think yeah. in this matchup against Houston, if he gets 10 three-point attempts, he could have a monster game. So I'll go Grayson Allen. There's a ton of them. There's going to be a ton of plays under 5K today that, you know, could go 7X. So look at starting lineups and stuff. Obviously, wait and see what we're looking at. I think Dean Wade is someone that is like really high up on the list as well. Yeah. Over 8k to go under 5x. Who's your bust today? Um uh, Jason Tatum. I'm shocked. <laughs> no, I'm shocked that you didn't take Reggie Jackson. Taking Tatum. I'm going to stay in that same game and go Jalen Brown at 9,900. Yeah. I think these two guys are just overpriced today for the matchup and, you know, for the production. They're not missing a ton of key pieces like some of these other teams are. So um, I'm right there with Will. Who's your favorite 6X play today? Um, I, I've got a handful of these. I'm actually going to go to that Orlando game. Believe it or not, it's Gary Harris. At 5,100. Playing a lot of minutes, getting the job done. Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going to go OG. I just, I, like I, I mean, I almost said Boucher. We'll go OG. Uh, do you have a let's get weird GPP play of the day today? Um, well, 
it might. I, I actually think this is. I don't know if this guy's going to get a whole lot of ownership because of how the slate's breaking out. I actually think it's Tyrese Halliburton. And let me tell you why, Steve, before we get out of here, because I know we have to go, but he's got a lot that's to me in his favor. One of the number one things is this is going to be one of the last games of the night at 10 o'clock. So I don't think he's going to get as much ownership. They've written his prices come up to 8,200. People are going to have a little bit of sticker shock because they're used to that low 6K, mid 6K, and now he's gone from seven to you know over 8K. I think I think that has a lot to do with it. So um, give me Tyrese Halliburton for 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 my uh, you know my let's get weird play here. I'm gonna go with Okiki at 5200. There's a ton of plays that are way cheaper than him today that I think yeah. people will kind of gravitate to, and I think. In this range, Gary Harris, Zubak, Boucher, Herder. Um, so I just think Okiki is someone that's going to kind of be overlooked here. Make sure Wendell Carter Jr. and Cole Anthony sit for this play to work out. <laughs> um, and now we mentioned some bets as we were going here. Is there anything that, like, I know you mentioned Morris's three-point prop. Is there anything that is, like, instantly standing out to you in the betting world here? Um. I think whatever you see in the Houston Milwaukee game, because you, you got to think Milwaukee's going to come in at you think minus, minus ten and a half. Okay, ten. So they're minus ten. Okay, yeah. So I figured I figured they come in there at home. Honestly, Steve, I know it's the NBA. I think you take that. I th- I think you take minus ten on Milwaukee. What's what's the odds on that? Is it like minus one twenty, oh. minus one fifty? 160, somewhere up in there. It's minus 110. Okay. And I think I take it. You can get him at nine and a half for minus 114 on a few books as well. Okay. I take that today. Like, I I think they covered that. I don't think Houston stays close. I mean, I really like over there on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. My first reaction was Celtics minus, minus five and a half against Cleveland. Cleveland's very, very, very shorthanded. So my first reaction was um, to go and try to get Boston. So there you go. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man. Welcome back. Good to see you again. And uh, we'll we'll link up again for another pod here shortly. It's always good hanging out with you, my friend. Um, I don't see you before Christmas, so have a Merry Christmas. And um, That's going to wrap it up here for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking basketball, talking some football as well uh, for Thursday shows. So good luck, everyone. We'll see you again on Thursday.